Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Cinematic Universe, a podcast all about comic book movies and TV. I'm your host this episode, Reese Williamson, and joining me are... James Hunt, am I going first? I'm going first. And Joe Cunningham, I'm going second. Hey, I am going second. I'm back. Joe, welcome. Hey. How how oh, how, are, how have you been? Where have you where have you been? Where have you been? Um, how have you been? Where have you been? To? What have you been? What have you been? Uh, I've been uh, looking after children with chickenpox. That's mostly what I've been doing. Um, <clears throat> one of them got chickenpox, and then 14 days later, the other one got chickenpox. So. Um, Bit of fun, you know. Um, what was what was the worst bit of that? How, how awful! Oh, I would say I would say all all of it. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky, it only happens to each kid once, though. So. Yes, fingers crossed. Um, Why do they call it chicken pox? Is it from chickens? Don't know. Okay. I did. Ask, they, don't, they don't test you on that stuff. Yeah, I asked Evangeline while she had chicken pox whether she thought that chickens got human pox, and she confirmed that no, she does not think they do. <laughs> she didn't didn't seem to see, see the funny side of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they can't really sleep, right? Because it's so so oh, yeah, itchy yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah, can't sleep. Um, which when a, when a toddler has it, you know, kind of really annoying. When a baby has mm. it. Uh, the worst. <laughs> so yeah, good, good, um, good, good month, really. Good, um, it was a good month. Yeah, I didn't leave the house much. I'm sure. I'm sure work said, "Listen, don't worry about doing any work. Take the month <laughs> to you know, and yeah, we'll give you this uh, break. You know, take a sort of a pox leave." I yeah. tell you what. I tell you what. Didn't wait, and that is Shazam. Shazam two. Shazam yes. two. Straight out of the cinema. Good segue. So, um, so I've genuinely, on, on a couple of occasions, gone, huh, right, okay, I've got a gap here. I wonder if I can see Shazam. And the answer on every occasion has been, <laughs> no, you can't. Like, there are, there are, like, a couple of screenings around me that have kind of remained, but, like, at the most awkward time, at, like, four, I looked, mm. I looked today, there was a, there was one screening at 20 past four this afternoon. I was like, oh, well, Wait, I they did, a, they did a 420 screening on yes. 420. That feels like a joke. That, that definitely is a joke that they did that. Yeah, right? you you go see Shazam 2 and it's just <laughs> it's just all the cinema staff getting blazed around the back. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's been it's uh, it's it's fully been and gone, hasn't it? And um, 
really seems has. like a pretty unmitigated disaster all around. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, James. What do you, do you think? Will, will we will we do an actual Shazam episode at some I think, point? I think, I think we will. I think we'll wait until it's on home release now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do we? I will definitely need to rewatch it to understand. Yeah, I I, I can't remember anything about that film. There's a there is a ch- there is a chance I will get to see it at you know randomly that I will have a time, but if that it hasn't completely disappeared from all cinemas, uh, or, uh, otherwise I would imagine it probably will have a pretty short window before it turns. Because what's weird is it? What's, what's weird is it? It's on it's on US VOD yeah. like for, for like I think a week and a half now. So. You know, I mean, you know, obviously they'll have different uh, agreements with the theatres here, yeah. but you know, it's not like the content pipeline in UK cinemas is all that different, or has been different in the last couple of months to the US cinema. So I don't really know why they make that made that call there and not yet in other markets. But um, and you obviously also Joe refused to you know illegally steal it, and I you know I respect you for that. Yeah, so I, you, don't, I, I, I don't. As know. I told you, I'm not a pirate. It's not you don't do it. Um, so yeah, so I guess we'll wait for, you know, I don't know, the heat death of the universe when Joe does actually see Shazam to record an actual Shazam episode, which we'll put, you know, on the Patreon. Um, but, uh, for my briefest of thoughts. hmm? So I just tell you what, what I've kind of heard about Shazam from the outside and what, what I kind of think about why it's, why it is kind of tanking the way it's tanking. Um, so so the, the, the vague noise that I've heard about it is that. It's okay. It's like it's not. It's not a catastrophe. It's like it's it's better than Black Adam, but it's not really good either. Well, that's that seems to be the general noise on it. Uh, reviews were harsh, and Zachary Levi was not happy about that. And that really, really, uh, you know, all all of the social media fallout really compelled everyone to go to the cinema and see it. Um, <laughs> I, I, it. it yeah, I, I think it's been market, marketed poorly and it, superhero movies don't feel important at the moment. And these, these superhero movies from DC that are trickling out that won't have any future feel especially unimportant. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I can't, I can't see what the hook was to go back and see this. That you know, from a marketing perspective, like here is a movie that even the people who've made it are kind of telling you doesn't matter anymore. Um, and 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 unfortunately, like the way that we have been programmed to consume superhero movies isn't as discrete units it's not it's not to like just go and enjoy this one it's well go and watch this one because then that will help you enjoy the next one or it'll tell you this thing about and and so a movie coming out on its own that everyone's kind of going is like yeah how true is that how how true is that obviously represents a, a decent chunk of of a movie's you know box office but but how big is it because you know is it just that? Is it is it not that it just sort of gens up the base and they get you know it's a bit like politics, right? The, the, the base are into that stuff, get excited for the movies, and and sort of then you know all of the sort of their friends and family off of that are the ones that are also buying movie tickets. Or do you think it's like seventy, eighty percent, especially for like an opening weekend? Those are people that are invested in 
in all of the multi, you know, the the cinematic universe stuff? Is it as high as that? I'm just not. I'm just not sure. Um, I think I think there is there is a sense that we've been trained that it matters and that all of these matter and that they're all leading to something bigger. Um, and if there is kind of no hook beyond that, or not, like, I, I think that's an important element. And if that, and I think that element is what drags every MCU movie up to kind of like, you know, a minimum box office because people are like, well, I've got to keep seeing them. And so if you don't have that kind of dragging you up to a minimum amount, Mm. then you know the the movie has to the the movie just has to sell itself and yeah. Shazam 2 didn't no. and then and then all you know all the news stories so you know first weekend it's not a hit all the news stories for the, for it the next week are about people involved with the film bitching and moaning <laughs> disowning it, yeah. well not not even <laughs> disowning it but like Zachary Levi saying like, no, no, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Don't believe people who say it's it's not a good movie. Which you know, from what, especially the way he was positioning, it sounded like it was critics and people that had seen the film were liking it. <laughs> and then you've got the director going like, oh, I'm going to be glad not to be directing superhero movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And just all all of the thing like I needed just a job. Like, oh, okay, cool. All so of the buzz really- around the thing has just been toxic. And I, and I mean, from the from the outside as well. Some of the stuff that I'd read in reviews kind of made me go like. Ha, I'm I I'm not sure that I'm gonna like this as much as I like the first one. Um, Joe, you're gonna you're gonna hate it. You're gonna. I hate think it. yeah, it's but, fair to say you're not gonna like it. Yeah. It's I liked it more than Quantumania, but by inches, by inches, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, you, I th- I thought it was better than that. But. You did, you did. Um, but uh, and that's you know all opinions are valid. Anyway, we shouldn't we sh- we shouldn't we shouldn't. We shouldn't dwell too much on, on it because at some point we'll probably have to record a two-hour fucking episode, yeah. <laughs> John. So we just shouldn't wait. We shouldn't waste. It's going to be hard enough to get to two hours. We just don't want to waste any extra seconds here or talk about Shazam. But that's that's why we haven't seen it yet. I think I, I think it probably is. Go- I think it's going to be on VOD this weekend. If I had to guess, although it's, it, well, it's quite weird how if you go to Apple TV or you go to, you can pre-order it, but um, it's not clear from anywhere what the release date is in the UK, which I find odd. But my guess is it's it's on Friday, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see tomorrow. And then we'll record the episode. Our, our listeners time. are presumably listening to this, then if that is the case, knowing. Yeah, go check and I'd see if I'm right. <laughs> see, and, and that's, that's going to be big for me. And then just um, but tweet, we, so tweet we, me asking uh, whether I've watched it yet. Yes, exactly. So this is, uh, but we're going to do sort of, we're going to do a news episode. Um, and there's been... Uh, there's been a fair bit of news actually in the last we recorded the last one three weeks ago so it's been a fair chunk um, we've got a load of trailers to talk about uh, and some casting bits and then some news stories so we'll go in reverse chronological so the the, the last the furthest away bit thing that happened which is that uh, Bob Iger um, <coughs> you know they, they are doing lots of corporate restructuring and lots of companies I guess they're all companies are probably always doing that but it just seems like at the moment there's uh, there's been a lot of recent news in terms in that stuff um and disney have been doing their own restructure and they have fired um the longtime chairman of marvel uh ike uh, isaac ike palmutter mm. um who's been there you know but basically james it's sort of 
he he was the did he own what was his toy company called? He, he owned Toy Biz, who bought Marvel out of bankruptcy right. in the late nineties. So yeah, he's been around a long time. Yeah, and then he's he ended up you know he he yes when Disney bought when Disney bought Marvel he ended up being one of the biggest Disney shareholders, mm-hmm. and then he had a load of uh, he had a load of, of Trump stuff. Um, he's also there was involvement with um nelson pelt so i'm just reading this off of a news story who's like a bit of a activist investor in various companies including disney so maybe he was sort of behind the scenes teaming up to do something to, to sway things he uh he tried to oust kevin feige when marvel was at the almost the height of its popularity yeah and he and so, you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, over the years of like the reason that they didn't have a you know again it's a sort of anecdotal and alleged it's not as it's written down or provable but that he nixed like a, a Black Widow movie in the early days because he didn't think that you know he didn't think that um, girl toys sold much so why make that movie you know he's clearly always coming from a toy point of view on on well, so I, 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 this could be spurious but I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure I remember him being involved in not having a female villain in Iron Man 3. Yep, that was him. Mm. That was the guy. Yeah. He's been around a long time, and it's good that he's gone. And he's been unflushable, right? Until now, yeah. Um, so how have they, they, they got rid of him now? Do we, do we know? They just straight up fired him, laid mm. him off, made him redundant. Like That's what I was about to say. Is The, mm. the sort of funny thing is, they basically, you know, corporate maneuvered him to the point where they could just say, no, no, you're being made redundant. It wasn't even like a kind of grace, gracious, we, you know, he's decided to step down. They were like straight up, no, we don't need this guy anymore. He's gone. Like the most humiliating ousting that <laughs> an executive can have. Yeah. I mean, probably a big fucking payoff, right? He's probably... He's, oh, sure, sure. But... Well, does, he, does, bit, he, does he still have stock or... Good question. I guess. Yeah, I guess. The, I guess the, the important yeah. part is that he no longer has influence of any yeah. of any variety. No, because they fired all his cronies as well. Uh, but his. But to, to, I'm just reading now, Joe, that uh, he he will no longer have a day to day role at Marvel, but his Disney shares still give him a lot of power within the company. So he just as a, a Disney shareholder, which they obviously can't you know can't take mm. away from him. He 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 does still have influence, but but he doesn't. What he, I think what is he different has, now is he, he has shareholder vote influence rather than yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still pretty. But he's still you know. Well, he may still be Disney's. Uh, he will still be one of Disney's single largest shareholders. So mm. that you know that is power. And if you watch a little cheesy program called Succession, you'll you'll know that you know even actually minority stakeholders, if if you sort of you team up with various people and you have influence so he he will have influence but i guess he didn't have enough influence to stop to stop the board firing him mm. <laughs> so um so yeah but is there any is there anything to be said at all james not to defend isaac Perlmutter, but maybe that's what i'm about to do is there anything to be said for the fact that without you know and obviously it was a kind of business move and ended up being a very shrewd one but without him and without toy biz bringing them out of bankruptcy you know, we probably wouldn't have the MCU. We probably wouldn't have Kevin Feige. We probably wouldn't have, you know, the uh, the the multiverse saga. <laughs> is there any, you know, is there anything to that? And and, and yeah, just... I mean, the the good stuff stuff you can say about him is that he did he took over Marvel at a point where they had basically run out of money. They were literally in Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Hmm. You know, 
He kept the company running, put um, Joe Casada and Bill Jamas in charge, yeah, which, you know, was some, yeah, some shrewd moves, <laughs> struck the early deals that got Marvel's movies off the, off the ground. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't say everything that he did was good. And certainly the, the fact that those rights went to Fox and Sony in basically in perpetuity was clearly not, you know, great maneuvering from the corporate arm of the company there. But, you know, I think he he did a job that no one else could have Mm. at the time. And I know that, you know, his politics, you know, I think, you know, the sort of the, 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 you know, I would say fair liberal politics of, of, of Marvel or of film Twitter and the maybe more centrist thread down the middle politics of a Disney, but, you know, not, like they don't. It's clear that they probably don't align with with sure. modern day politics. But but uh, and you know and that's you know that's that's what that is. But um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to just wanted to say that he uh, that he, yeah he played a role in all the shit that we enjoy now. And that's that's I don't think that should be yeah, forgotten. I mean, I'm I'm unsurprised to find out that a multimillionaire is politically awful. I'll say <laughs> exactly. that much. Yeah, exactly. Um. And, you know, in fairness to everyone else as well, like, I think Perlmutter's main job was uh, sort of penny-pinching. Like, there are stories that he used to go around and take staples out the bin and be like, you can reuse those. Um, they were a big reason why Feige wanted to get out from under Perlmutter as well, because his thing was, like, make everything as cheaply as possible. And clearly they haven't abandoned that entirely, because, you know, we all saw the CGI on Ant-Man. Yeah, uh, but that, so, so Feige kind of... He he kind of got out from Perlmutter years ago, didn't he? When he got he got he kind yeah. of got his big promotion and was basically went from being the guy creatively in charge to like actually officially the guy creatively in charge. And... Yeah, well, to run, to running Marvel Studios. They, yeah. What they did was they separated out Marvel Studios from Marvel you know, the rest the rest of publishing and licensing, which is what Perlmutter was left with. Do, do, what do you think it means? Which included for, the comics, to be fair. Yeah, so that that is what I was going to ask. What do you think it means for the comics? I think at the moment, I think his. Uh, am I right in thinking? Reese, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but um, I think ever since Joe Quesada quit as chief creative officer, that has that role is technically held by Feige. So mm. r- the the comics arm of Marvel is under the creative control of Marvel Studios, even though it's under the business control of like Marvel licensing or whatever. So really, really there's not going to be any change day to day, certainly in the content of the comics, you know, you might find different business practices, but that's, Mm. that's real nuts and bolts stuff for deep industry nerds. It would be, it would be very interesting, you know, it'd be really interesting to, to, to know the story, like what has happened at, at Marvel comics since the Disney buy in in you know in the last ten years, I just I'd just be interested to know, it, like kind of if if any particular changes happen there, you know, because I I would have thought that Disney buy Marvel, you know, for the movies and they the comics, they just don't give a shit about so sort of they don't they just probably I just don't see them like getting that involved in any of that and so therefore how the comics how the you know the, the comics publisher has been run for the last ten years you know probably will continue because yeah well the as the the phrase the saying goes rather that um 
you know, the comics publishing business is a, basically a rounding error to Disney. Like it, yeah, it's yeah. worth something like 40 to 60 million a year, which is nothing compared to what, you know, your average Marvel movie makes. Yeah. Um, but if they, but the hand, if they create also, a character or a story that the movies yeah, can, exactly. can do something with. Yeah, that's that's the counterpoint, which is that all of this stuff, all the licensing, all those characters come from the creative arm. So it's in their interest to keep it running and clearly they've got no intention to, to stop that. I, I'm not worried personally. About in general or about Marvel comics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about the fate of the comic side of Marvel. But lots of other worries. We, we obviously listeners, we do have, you know, the environment and, uh, and oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the cost of living crisis, you know, these are tough times. Um, so we, <laughs> I a sort of small side story off of that, actually, that I was almost not going to skip over if, if, if we maybe skip over, but is the news that Casada um, has joined. I don't know if you guys saw this. He's joined Amazon Studios to, you know, to to to, to my eyes looks like to be a kind of a jo- uh, kind of a Feige at Amazon for you know for all their various comics properties uh, that they that they have or that they will have in the future. I just thought that was an interesting, you know, it's, there's not much to, it's not much news on it now. Um, well, I think what, it's, it's going to be a sort of Mark Miller. Invincible? Walking Dead? Do they have? No, just Invincible. Uh, well, there's all the Spider-Man stuff, right? That's Sony have Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, the Boys, right? The Boys, We're, there you go. Um, and they probably have, they've, they've, they've brought other stuff, you know, that they've, they've, they're, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to scrape around for any shit they can find. I think, I think when, when I hear that, I think Mark Miller at Netflix, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, he's probably going to be maybe creating or scouting out some comics properties and saying, mm-hmm. you know, I can be a liaison to these people, to this industry, but I don't think, I don't think we're going to expect big things. I wonder what Mike Miller's up to these days. <laughs> I do. I, I guess just just a, a part of this. I think it's. Uh, I, I I I don't know whether you guys touched on this on the on the last news episode, but I do think there is certainly a sense within the last month, two months, that the kind of the streaming war is over and 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 streaming lost. Right. That that <laughs> all, all of streaming lost. Yeah. Well, that that. That quite a lot of these companies are are waking up and kind of realizing that I think kind of outside of Netflix that they need to re-examine certainly on a, on from a, a movie point of view they need to re-examine their releasing strategies and that the the, the importance of theatrical releases is is much greater than they had placed you know emphasis on before. Yeah. Um, and you know mm. Amazon are now going to look to get more and more stuff into theaters, and uh, you know, and I, I, I think we'll see that kind of, you know, I, I think as a result, well, we will probably see less volume of content as well. Um, but I think it's, I think it's really interesting for superhero movies that you know, certainly so much superhero content that has. That has that has ended up, you know, on the small screen, and you know, outside of really outside of what Marvel have been doing, so much superhero content just kind of bombs. 
There's, you know, there's that, there's that, the, the odds. Is that, hang on, is that true? No, I mean, I think the boys is a huge hit. For so Amazon, that's, right? but that, that, that is almost, I kind of feel like the outlier. Um, but and, also, and, and I think TV series are a, a, you know, a slightly different proposition. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I think it. Uh, you know, if all of the, you know, if all of the DC stuff becomes theatrical only again, if if Marvel kind of reorient reorientates, so more of their projects are movies, and that the TV stuff is more, you know, is more spaced out. I, 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 I mean, I think the thing it's, is, Warner, I think it's hopefully a good thing. I think Warner has been just like crapping out TV shows of superhero and superhero adjacent stuff for decades. Like, I, I think event streaming series, you know, maybe less of them, but there's no reason to think they're going to wrap up, you know, doing their off-brand Batman shows or whatever. Spoilers for later in the podcast. <laughs> well, the, the other, you know, the other thing that will affect all the, you know, it's, it'll be an interesting year because the writer's strike is most likely going to happen. Yeah. Um, in, what, two weeks now? Um, apparently, you know, apparently already you just... You know, I've got some friends who are now, you know, kind of in the in the industry a bit, and it's you know, it sounds like it's just very quiet out there. So even you know, even at the moment, there's not there's not a lot of deals being made. I fucking, um, I just fucking know the War Machine movie is going to be a casualty of all this. I just know it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So we'll see. You know, and uh, you know, I, I remember like in '08 when when you know when the last writer strike happened, that just the the sort of unintended consequences and ramifications of that across movies and TV. And obviously because, you know, audience just like a bit, it's a bit like the pandemic, but like kind of audience tastes and their hunger for content won't really, won't really change, you know? And so that, again, that could just lead into unexpected directions and it's going to hit at a time when, you know, this summer basically is the biggest, is the biggest blockbuster summer since 19, since 19, because you have a combo of, you know, other, you know, other studios not wanting to release in, in the previous years just for fear of COVID hangovers and then a lot of like pipeline stuff. So movies just weren't ready until, until now, but so it's going to you know, be an interesting mix. And I think guardians will be a very interesting, uh, okay. A, a sort of a case study, you know, what is guardians going to do? Is it gonna, what's it, what's it going to do? Is it going to be, if, whether it's good or not, you know, whatever, but What's it going to do? You could, you could, it could go in various directions. I don't know. But let's talk about a uh, another film, <laughs> a, a sequel to uh, absolute fucking smash hit that I think broke a billion dollars. Did Joker break a billion dollars? I think it. Yeah. I think it did. It did yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're you know they're making a sequel, uh, which just does seem silly, but they're, they're, it's happening, and it's got Harley Quinn in it. Although they're not saying that yet, uh, but it, it, it does. Uh, just, they've I, said it's got Harleen Quinzel in it. I think that's close enough. Okay, okay. And it's wrap filming, and we've got another couple of of images. Um, and there's you know there's been some other behind the scenes images too. Uh, but I just thought it would be a, a moment to check in with with you guys about your thoughts that, that for this project, which is it's happening, it's going to come out. They made it. I I think it's interesting that they have. Um that they have followed the Barbie approach of basically hiring photographers to leak set imagery, right? <laughs> that they, or, or just, just making sure that there is, that there are some parts of production that are very open to the public because 
I think they are yeah. they are confident from a like a, a design and a buzz perspective that you know that would be positive. It would be positive for that to be out there early and to be getting some mm. people because yeah, I think you know like I I do think that as as much as I didn't like Joker. And I, 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 you know, I haven't rewatched it since, but my experience of it was kind of like, oh, I think I'm on board with this for like the first hour and then realized like hard turn, fuck no, I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think there were, I, you know, there, there, were, there were certainly some things that were good about it. Um, mm. There were some things that worked and, and Lady Gaga feels like a really good... You know, she, she feels like the right casting for this sequel. Um, yeah, I kind of aggressively don't care about the world building of that spin-off. Um, I don't care about any of the any of the stuff. The first, the end of the first movie kind of implied about how much was real versus how much wasn't, and how it interacts with any kind of wider Batman world. I just I, I just don't care about any of that. But I do think Lady Gaga, who's, you know, like fledgling movie star career, has got like, you know, she takes big swings. <laughs> she's uh she's very earnest about the way she does it. And I think that's probably that feels like a compelling reason to see that movie is Lady Gaga's doing a doing a take on Harley Quinn in a Joker sequel. That fe- that that feels good enough. Um, and it sounds like sounds like from again some some what, like a, a, a studio door that was open that she's going to be singing in it as well. Which great, yeah, James, yeah, same. Basically, like I had very little time for the first movie. Um, I think if you're going to do a sequel to it, probably should have been more thematic than direct. Like, I don't, I don't know that there's enough of a character to Arthur Fleck to make me think, oh, I wonder what he's up to now. Like, I don't, I don't mm. care. And I'm yeah. also concerned about the way Todd Phillips treated uh, Zazie Beetz's character. Mm. I don't think he knows what to do with women, so that it concerns me that the main character of this one is a woman. She's um, she's back though. Daisy Beats is back in this. Sure. <laughs> but, as well as uh, some other actors, two of whom I don't think I even know, but Catherine Keener's in it and Brendan Gleeson's in it. Brendan Gleeson, he's you know good. But, you know, it could be good actors, both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be good. Can't um, say they're not. They're good. Both of them. You know, Wacky Phoenix, guys, again, first movie made a billion dollars, which is a bit mad. Make a sequel with Halle, with Lady Gaga and Wacky Phoenix won an Oscar nice. for that first movie. It's, it's it's crazy. It's wild. It's wild. It is properly stupid. That is it's you know Gaga, Gaga is is so in the you can just tell she wants a fucking Oscar. Uh, got, how many how, how many Oscars has he got? Has he got two? I don't think so. I think that was his one. That was, was his, that his one. He didn't he didn't one. he didn't win for what the line. Um, no, but with a spoon. We can't I mean, just that... keep giving Oscars to Jokers. It's not right. <laughs> uh, yes, what's his face from... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Who's in the Batman? Who's who's in bits? What's his name? Barry Keegan. <laughs> who's the Joker in the Batman? It's true. Rob Pattinson. 
No, the, the, who was the Joker in the Batman? Oh, um, your, Barry your guy. Barry Keegan. Yeah, Keegan. He's, he's, you know, he's up next. He's up next. Kevin, Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan. Oscar winner. Um, this next one is a bit of a, just a small funny one. This is a movie we've been tracking over the years and always thought, what the hell? This is the, uh, apparently Gambit. the guys have got Are Batman. Are we talking Gambit? What? Gambit? Is that happening? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sony's El Muerto. Um, it's currently, quote unquote, at a standstill in development. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, what? I like it was. It felt like it was moving, moving. You know, it had a bit of momentum to it in the last year or so. That's ter- um, terrible, bunny. Terrible, yes. <laughs> terrible news. Is it, is it because, like, I, you know, it felt like he got it, this movie was kind of happening because he was yeah. supposedly really good in Bullet Train. I've since, and then, I've since watched Bullet Train. His Screen time is limited, insanely limited. <laughs> it's not that he's bad in it; he just it, like he, he has one sequence. I I wouldn't have said he popped kind of either no, either way, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. But but he's a he's a big deal, right? There's a there's a reason why they were mm. developing it, but. I mean, all all of those movies sound kind of bonkers. I wonder what what does that mean for the Donald Glover one? Oh God, yeah, God. Was he disco something? Disco uh, hypno hustler. Oh, <laughs> great disco stew, yeah. Disco stew. Wait, can I just can I just give, can I give you a? This is hilarious. I, if true, so apparently the <laughs> so with that quote from Bad Bunny saying it's at a standstill. So apparently the El Muerto movie has got a release date of January the twelfth, twenty twenty four. That... <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, and because and, it's got a director and it's got like, it's sort of, it has all the bits. They just haven't, but they just haven't, you know, they haven't started production on it and it's supposed to be coming out. Uh, yeah, in yeah. in in months. Uh, I suspect that it won't be. <laughs> when is the, is the, when's the Madam Web movie? Is that this year? I don't think that's this year. Craven's Cra- Cra- this year, isn't it? Oh, Madam Web is February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. What? So they they can't have scheduled no that that El Muerto thing. That must just be wrong because why would they have scheduled a competitive movie? <laughs> Maybe they just thought I oh, will probably finish one of these. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you guys, you know, you guys are devastated that the the El Muerto movie might. It's um, never happening. It's never happening. <laughs> I said it when it was announced. I'm saying it now. It's never coming out. And I, and I will say this as as someone who presents a superhero movie podcast: make less superhero movies, make less of them, <laughs> make make that make make some of them feel special. Hmm. Indeed. Um, I don't really know how to pivot into the final of the what I'm going to call the news stories. Um, and we t- we took me and James did talk about it. Sort of the story had kind of just broken the last time we we recorded, uh, and there hasn't actually been a lot of news on this until it, until like yesterday and today. And this is the the Jonathan Majors uh, of it all. Mm. Um, so the I, last time we spoke, I, hmm. I, I think the the probably the safest way into this discussion for us is to talk about mm. the marvel of it all. Right. So I think it's obviously. Whenever we get one of these types of stories, it's incredibly mm. depressing. It's incredibly depressing how many people with, you know, 
um, power, fame, opportunity, um, and end up being accused of this kind of stuff. And it sounds like the accusations in this in this case, the the accusations seem credible. Um, the 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 facts that his management company have dropped him feels um you know like really not a good sign especially you know the way that it was kind of positioned when it happened was no no no, just just wait guys we've got we've got some you know really like damning evidence that's going to show that this is that, that that actually jonathan majors is the victim here and that evidence seemed to be like text messages recanting that he'd done anything wrong that you know there was some just on those text messages if anyone thinks that uh, they are there like, was there was exonerating no, there was not it, it, it they they read like the text messages of someone who has been really leaned on to to say oh no yeah. no, no 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 i was drunk and yeah no like at best they they read like someone who has been gaslit into thinking that they are the yeah. you know the person causing trouble so now no, there are yeah. there, there are further accusations that apparently the there is you know an active investigation with the district's attorney that is going on um it it doesn't look good for jonathan majors and it for, with with the Marvel lens, um, I I just I don't think you can you can in all good conscience make this guy the center of this phase of movies. I know he's obviously he's filmed his Loki stuff, and that'll that'll be coming up soon. So that that is that's the first question about how they deal with that. And then, the, and then the second one is beyond that. You know, if they do make a decision that they can't progress with Jonathan Majors, we, you know, we've talked about it. Like as a as as a performer, he is incredibly charismatic, incredibly compelling. Um, you know, one of one of the most exciting and like fast emerging talents that we've had. You know, the guy that turns up and just feels like a ready made movie star. Um, and you know, kind of, you know, he's he's had hits kind of at the indie level he's you know apparently incredible in creed 3 and seemed poised to to be the natural successor in marvel as you know the, the this great villain it, is it as simple as recasting him or do you have to maybe try and pivot away from kang and do something different well i think i was thinking about this and the fact that uh, spoilers for Ant-Man. The fact that Kang dies at the end of Ant-Man and the movie is called The Kang Dynasty, they could they could write it to be like here is the son of Kang and he's called Immortus or whatever. But they but they and also they can had... bounce it off that off those events, that performance. They also had a post credit sequence with loads of him and he's gonna be in like Yeah, but what what was that really? It was like Fifty different Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, just ignore that post-credit sequence. They've done it before. I guess. I. I, I mean, I'm. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you because I, I. I actually wonder that, given the. You know, given the the, the you know the, the the only reason to see Ant Man was him. Um, uh, given the kind of the, the, the 
given how well he landed in the part, I I kind of do wonder whether actually the yeah the easier way around it is to is to pivot to, to, just, an, to pivot to another character rather than recast. Yeah, because, rather than try and recast. Because I, I I was I was thinking this like like okay if you if you recast him who do you recast him with? I think you I I I think you can't recast him with anything other than another black actor. You can't you can't recast Kang and suddenly he's white now. The 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 optic of optics of that would be abysmal. And then you think okay so who are who are the contenders? And the, the all of the names that I was thinking of who are kind of at at, at a level of fame or at, you know a level of kind of they're imposing and they've got those kind of you know the chops that they could do it they're all kind of, they've all kind of been involved with marvel already john like, Boyega. yeah i guess Boyega would be possible uh i i Denzel? i mean that would that would be incredible um okay. i was thinking yaya dolmatin but obviously he is make he's busy making his wonder man tv show was he <laughs> oh yeah Idris would be great, but he's 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 done it all. Um, yeah, I, I I I wonder whether whether the easier option is to just go. Yeah, this isn't this isn't Kang anymore. It's and you know, you do you do some storytelling thing that yeah, it's it's not Kang, but it's someone close to him, and it and you, you just kind of go. Hmm. It's, I think, it's this instead. You think that's, you think that's easy? I don't think. I don't I think, think it's easy. That, I don't think any of it's easy. I think it's a clusterfuck for Marvel. Uh, and also, the you know, is is I find the Ezra Miller bit in this interesting as well. You know, so mm. is there not that there'll be some conversations in, in Marvel, which is let's just write it out. Let's just wait and see. You know, or let's 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 wait and see. And 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 it, as you know, as long as he isn't. I, this is not my view, but this is what they'll. They, there might be people saying, as long as he's, as long as he's found, in, you, know, you know, if he's found innocent, uh, and he goes on an apology tour or an explanation thing, and then we, you know, we we crack on. That's that's. I think that that, that probably they, I I feel anyway that they have maybe until you know until Loki's finished to make a decision. Until Loki is aired, because that's filmed, and they can kind of just like, I uh, you know wh- whether they want to you know massage the PR around that, but that that can go out and that can kind of test the water, um, and then yeah, they they, they would have a decision to make after that. But I I, I also kind of agree with you, Reese, that like the, the like from a from a depressing point of view, there is the like the Ezra Miller of it is like a, a test case of. How can you stand by someone who is credi- credibly a- accused of awful things? Mm. And I do think the flip side of that is to kind of, and I know it's two different companies, but the optics of Ezra Miller being able to continue in that role and that big blockbuster coming out and a black man not being given that, you know, not being yeah. given that kind of benefit of the doubt uh, would would be kind of depressing as well. Um I don't know, I think it's I think it's a really tricky situation for Marvel and as you say, maybe they maybe they can kind of sit and wait and see. Uh but you know, you know, these 
these news stories always, you know, they, they kind of, you know, they can pick up and take on a life of their own. And I do wonder as well whether, you know, I, I still think it's insane how much the Ezra Miller stuff flew under the radar for a lot of people. And I think the reason mm. that DC are able to release The Flash is that most people will be completely unaware that any of that happened. Um, I know just from, you know, like, um, f- you know, friendship groups, WhatsApp threads that I'm on that I've seen, you know, people are, it seems like more people are aware of the Jonathan Major stuff. And whether that's because it's, you know, it's coming so hot on the heels of Kang or whether it's because it has been more widely reported for whatever reasons, you know, by by bigger outlets. I don't know. Majors is a Majors is a bigger star at the moment. Well, you know, before he just he was everywhere at the start of this year. He was yeah. he was just it's coming straight off. Of Quanta- it's the timing of it after Quantumania and Creed yeah, Three yeah. is and Ezra and Ezra Miller. You know, has basically not been seen. You know, not not been seen in, in movies for for wait, years and years. Wait, he was in the 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 Harry Potter spin-off movie Fantastic Beasts Three that everyone oh. saw and remembers. Well, yes, that was still like that. Was that last year? Well, a couple of years ago. Anyway, <laughs> no one knows. Exactly. <laughs> All we know um, is there isn't going to be a fourth one. Yeah. So that's that's part of it. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 see. Uh, and you know, also I think you know because the date, like the you know the, the 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 kind of legal system doesn't you know doesn't care about all of the Hollywood bullshit. So the legal system will continue to to move on in a, in a, and process. Uh, it sounds like there's the next moment in that is May eighth. I think he he will appear again in front of you know in front of the court. So there might be again various like little you know chapters in that process that reveal more or less or which can influence things. Um, but uh, but yes, that's it. Will be a you know it will be a thing we continue to to uh, talk about because it, it will whatever happens it it. It will be news, at least news for us, right? I mean, if they if they do stick with him, you know, regardless of how it plays out, I think it does, you know, cast some kind of pall or a shadow over what of, over those movies, those projects that feature him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so we got we got a few trailers to talk about. We have got a few casting news bits to talk about. Which which do you guys want to do first? Or we can jump around. Let's jump around. You, jump you up, jump up and get there. Let's do. <laughs> uh, no, let's do the first trailer first. So uh, again, this is reverse chronological. So this is first trailer to talk about. I think is the Secret Invasion trailer. So we'd seen you know a fairly detailed teasery thing mm, before. Some of us had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this one felt like it had a lot of. You know, Joe, Joe have you seen this one? <laughs> yes, I just watched it and I clicked. It was on the official. Disney account and it was released two, yeah, two, weeks, two weeks ago <laughs> and um, Amelia Clark was in it and Olivia Colman and uh, the, yeah, it feels like I watched the right one. <laughs> and what did you think? <laughs> what did you like it? What do you think? Um, I, I think it's I, I think it's really difficult to say. It definitely has event movie vibes. It looks like visually, it looks like you kind of. Winter Soldier, Civil War, kind of Russo's concretey mm. Marvel stuff. 
Um, um, I, I, I mean, I'm mostly on board for a, a project, a, like a project like that, that is that is built around Samuel L. Jackson. Like that's that's the that's the sell for me. I don't, mm. you know, watching it. I don't have any like comics investment in Creed Scroll War stuff. Um, I don't think that the you know aside aside from us kind of like speculating when the Falcon and Winter Soldier show was on about whether <laughs> Sharon Carter was a scroll and if if there was if if others had been like introduced in various TV shows since Marvel certainly hasn't like done a job of seeding. Hasn't it. teased it for sure. Yeah. No, they've certainly not. There's there's been there's been nothing that's been like oh you can't wait for the next big event about the Krees and scrolls no, no it's that's not been there so the trailer for me is like i like how much it looks like a nick fury vehicle um and my my other big takeaway is you will never convince me even as shape-shifting aliens that ben mendelson and amelia clark are related <laughs> <laughs> Have different vibes to be sure. I just, I just, I just can't. I can't get past that. Uh, she's mm-hmm. playing his daughter, apparently. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> James, what about you? Did did, did you? You know, did, did the stuff that we learn about what the show seems to be. You know, did I? I don't know. Do you think it looks more or less like the the comics, the comic story than 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 we thought before? Ah. Uh... I mean, I think the comic story relies a lot more on the sort of history of the scrolls and you know, the fact that it was seeded over years. Like we we joked about those characters maybe turning out to be scrolls, but mm. I think if that had been the case, this would seem a lot more fun than it does, which is that it just as Joe says, it looks like some Russo Carparky Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. That's just going to have you know green guys instead of uh, flag smashers or whatever the fuck they were like. Yeah, I I don't hate the look of it. I can't get super excited for it, and the comic itself was never one of my favorites anyway. So, and I think Joe, I'd I'd because I'm kind of with you, James. I think I'd like to be where you are, Joe. You know, excited about a um a Nick Fury uh, Jackson show, but. I don't know. He just, it just, I just feel like we've gotten a lot of him over the years. And have we been be in a movie later this year? Is it? We, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, I, I don't think we have really. The, 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 the excitement for me is not, oh, here is a Marvel thing with Samuel L. Jackson. It is, here is a Marvel thing built around him where he is, he is the, the lead, he is the draw. Like so yeah. you look, you look at Samuel L. Jackson's career, who you know is one of these, you know, everyone's most watched actor on Letterboxd, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how how many lead roles has he had? Not many. Well, yeah, okay. He's like one of those that's, that's... like classic supporting guys, and and the closest he's had to a lead in the MCU is. Captain Marvel, which he's you know mm. ostensibly not the lead, uh, so that's mm. that for me is the appeal here. I get to see a big budget thing where Samuel Jackson, big big budget, are we sure? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Medium a, a medium budget. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think mm. I think Ant Man and the Wasp cost a lot of money. <laughs> um okay, so that's the Secret Invasion trailer. Um and then after that we I think it, it, yeah, few, only a few days after that, well, after that one here, we got the Blue Beetle trailer. First, first trailer for that. Quite, you know, quite a long tra- trailer with a lot of lot of a lot in it. I thought. Um, what did you? Yeah, <sighs> James, what do you think? What did you think of this one? I just it looked to me like an off-brand <laughs> TV movie starring uh, unlicensed superhero. <laughs> yeah like if if yeah. they had told me this was you know the scarlet scarab or whatever from <laughs> moon Knight, i'd have been like sure <laughs> it just <sighs> i hope i hope the audience that it's going for is excited because i looked at it like even even i cannot get a snifter of excitement about this d-lister Appearing in a movie that looks just utterly cheap and generic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not, it's definitely not the Batman, is it? It's it's uh, it's it's a different thing. Um, I, I you know I would say I mean I remember reading that first comics comics the first Jaime Reyes comics run. I can't who oh God I can't remember now who who the crazy team behind it was, but. Um, I just remember thinking it was really charming. Uh, I liked the character, the, the the power set, and all that. Um, and you know, if this movie sort of you know roughly adapts that story, I think there's something there. Um, you know, I quite i i I, prefer, I i found some of the you know transformationy stuff kind of quite kind of kind of charming. Where I think where the trailer lost me is when he's you know he's in outer space and and he just lo- it looks very Iron Manny all of a sudden. Um, I don't yeah. think I totally remember that from the comics. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and I you know I like I, remember, I watched the first season of Cobra Kai and I liked the I remember th- just thinking he was he he felt like a bit of a star the 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 Blue Beetle kid um, Jolo Maraduena Mar- I think his name. Uh, I'm reading that. I know that's his name. Um, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, but I, it, 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 it does look like it looks like a project. You know, it was a project that was going to go to streaming, and apparently James Gunn has you know has changed it up. But it, yeah, it does look a bit like that. Uh, and also, you do, you do just wonder. You know, they cancelled Batgirl. You know, this is broadly this is from the same <laughs> team as the as Batgirl, right? You know, broadly. Yeah. Um, and you sort of you you could you could see this, you know, ending up being as awful as Batgirl apparently was, and and but they just kind of thought, okay, we're gonna these are two really poor movies, but one we're just gonna fully kill, and the other one we're gonna sort of try and punt it to cinemas to make as much cash quickly uh, as we can. But these are both stinkers. Honestly, uh, that, the thing I thought when I watched the trailer was Batgirl was apparently too cheap to finish, but this is <laughs> releasable, yeah. is it? Okay, uh, Joe, what do you think? I thought they're charming. Mm-hmm. I, 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 so I saw this trailer in the context of um, a, I, I took Evangeline to see Super Mario Brothers um, and the trailers we got beforehand were um, uh, we got Elemental, we got Ninja Turtles, uh, we got uh, 
the live action Little Mermaid, and we got this. And mm. I think Evangeline is, you know, kind of at, at, at the young end of the spectrum for a Super Mario Brothers movie. And Blue Beetle was the one of those trailers where I was like, ah, no, that that she's she's too young to go see that. Um, but I thought it was interesting that you know that's kind of where that that where that trailer was playing and the audience that it was being pitched at. So I do think it is being pitched at a slightly younger audience. Um, and I, but I, 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 I do, I, you know, I kind of agree about the off-brand superhero thing because it kind of in a, it kind of in a similar way to how Black Adam felt like it had knockoff versions of superhero stuff you've seen elsewhere. It felt like, yeah, there was an Iron Man moment and there was a Spider-Man moment. And then here he is with his like Green Lantern powers. And um, it, yeah, it felt knock. And, 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 you know, kind of similar to what I was saying earlier, I think all of the superhero movies at the moment really are struggling to make themselves seem special, seem important, seem mm. different and not just here's the next one. Um, mm. But you know and this this movie is faces the same problem as Shazam 2 but without even the buy in of it without had, the leading it, it had it had a it's a sequel to a movie that some people saw so mm. yeah i i mean i'm i'm glad it's coming out in theaters because i think that if you're going to spend this amount of money on this type of movie they should be shown on a big screen um i yeah. i agree that zolo is incredibly incredibly charismatic on on the Cobra Kai show like his his half of the show is like they're, they're, they're like that show is kind of split down the middle or was early on I've I've tapped out at this point but I think I watched the first two maybe three series I don't know and the him the him and the Cobra Kai side of it is so much better than the fucking Ralph Macchio bullshit on the other side um and and yeah he's he's really He's really charming. He seems charming in this. Um, I think he's a little cutie as well. I think um, mm-hmm. hopefully he has some kind of fans for for that reason who will come out to the cinema and watch mm. this. Um, and you know, if I, I, yeah, it it might it might be off brand, but if I've got a movie with a charming lead character, a villain played by Susan Sarandon, and it's kind of like a DC riff on Spider-Man, then I, I'm, I'm lucky, I, you know, I'm, I'm more on board to watch that than a, a lot of the other shit. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So that's me. out Hit in, cough button. uh, it's out in August. So that's out post, post the flash. And, you know, there's, there's very little in the, in the Blue Beetle trailer sort of continuity stuff. I think there's basically zero, but it will be interesting to see, you know, it's yeah, to see that see what the flash it how the flash ends. What's its actual release date? Um, August eighteenth. Oh, yeah. Just one. Uh, it's, it's so, too, yeah. too late. Too late to be my birthday movie. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay. Next trailer. No, let's do some casting bits now. Um, the first bit is one that we t- we talked about a bit in our WhatsApp group. Um, it's casting for about Deadpool three, and I think in a in a slightly surprising news, Morena uh, Morena Baccarin is back for for three, 
as is the guy who played Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that one's less interesting uh, than the first one because she she um she's uh, she's been defrosted for this appearance because yeah. she got fridged. You got fridged, Classic and now she's back. But it got and, and, and it, did, it got it got undone in the post credits, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Deadpool two is a is an awful movie. Uh, that has been memory hold by almost everyone. I would suggest. I don't think any. I don't think anyone remembers seeing Deadpool two. I think for a, I remember. For a I remember se- laughing through the whole damn thing. For a sequel <laughs> to you know this massive breakout hit with Ryan Reynolds, I, I don't think anyone talks about it. I don't think it left any imprint. I think when people think about Deadpool, they think about the first one and forget they even had a sequel. Um, <laughs> And directed by like the John Wick guy, right? Didn't David Leach direct Deadpool Two? Leach was it? Was one it him? Yeah, it was one of the John Wick. It was guys. one of the John Wick guys. Yeah, because they... I think it was the crappy. Film, right? <laughs> it was the one that had a less good career. They, they ousted the 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 tech wizard guy and brought in yeah the the Deadpool guy. Um, it's a bad movie. It treated her character particularly badly. Those two were one of the best things about the first movie and pivoting away from that felt curious. Um, I I imagine she probably won't play a huge part in this because this is going to be the Deadpool Wolverine show. Um, And it sounded like that she was kind of like talking openly a few days beforehand about how Mm. she'd had discussions, but Marvel weren't kind of, weren't hitting a quote basically so um good that they've good that they've stumped up and she's getting paid um i'm glad that she's back in it but i yeah i don't anticipate her playing a huge part hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, another reminder with this, you know, Emma, Emma Corrin is in it as the bad guy. Apparently, sure. Matthew McFadden is the other sort of yeah big new name, um, and then and then obviously and then obviously Jackman. Um, that's and that's got a release date of end of next year, so November twenty twenty four. 
Um, I feel so like the, most, the ain- most intriguing part of all of the Deadpool 3 stuff is, how is it an MCU movie? Hmm. I, don't, I mean, obviously the, the multiverse has been opened, but, you know, I would just... I would, uh, do we do we just say now that anything that is a Marvel thing it exists in a part of the multiverse, or is Deadpool going to be you know is he going to be walking around in the in the core Deadpool universe? I don't know. Yeah, and also you know because they they kind of you know this will be the this will be the first the first me- X Men movie the first. Um, X-Men MCU movie, right? I mean, you know, it's got fucking Wolverine in it, right? So, uh, yeah, that... but I think I think it's increasingly clear to me that anything goes up until Secret Wars and then then anything after that will be proper MCU X-Men. They're just bringing it back to to tease us now. But the, yeah, but this but except this isn't a tease. This isn't like what's his face in uh WandaVision or or the or the little Ms. Marvel, you know, this is again. It's Wolver it's Wolverine. He will be Hugh Jackman will be playing a character yeah, but, called. Yeah, Wolverine. but you, you remember, you like, remember uh, Patrick Stewart, right? You do remember the Patrick Stewart. Sure. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I, I, yes. But, uh, but I think I think uh, Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine will tell us nothing about Marvel's approach to the X Men yeah. and that character because mm. it's all going to get wiped away. In Avengers Secret Wars, and then we will see X Men from Marvel. And also, I, I this I, is just mining our nostalgia at the moment. Yeah, and and I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be um, necessarily the 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 Hugh Jackman Wolverine from those other movies. I think probably there there will be some kind of attempt to be like, yeah, that character died. Here is a here is a Wolverine from a different universe. Or maybe well, here, I, I here think... are multiple different versions of Wolverine as Deadpool hops around the multiverse because I think that would be yeah. that would be a you know a compelling version mm. of the, those movies. I can definitely see Hugh Jackman coming back if they said we need you to play Wolverine. You don't have to get in shape for it though. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd have gone. Sure, that's my one condition. Fine, you're allowed to drink water. Yeah, and look at carbs. I mean, it's probably like so. I think to 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 those points, I th- I think Reynolds has come out in an interview like this week and said, yes, he's playing a different version of. Wolverine. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, but also that he's he's getting shredded again. So I sort of actually think he gets the worst of both worlds there. <laughs> um, but you know, it's probably come. It's probably going to start production soon. You know, it's coming out in the next year. Um, yeah, I imagine it's we will you know from set photos and whatever. Uh, it's, we'll start to learn stuff too. Start to learn stuff soon. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a put punt out there that I think the villain of this is going to be Mojo. I think Emma Corrin's playing Mojo. What do you? Mojo. There you go. Fuck it. Sure. Sure. Um, what's Mo- okay. Wait, wait. What's what's Mojo? What's Mo- James? Explain Mojo. Mo- Mojo is the sort of. Uh, like media obsessed despot who uh, uses the X Men to uh, uh, try and yeah. get get viewers to his TV shows. He was originally a satire yeah. of I have a, I have Marvel's bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. He's in the X Men cartoon a lot. Yeah, I think Corin's playing Mojo. Fuck okay. Yeah. Um. Next, another bit of cast news. Then we'll do some trailers. Uh. 
this is the news that Mia Goth, sort of current current scream queen of the moment, mm-hmm. uh, all those Ty West movies, uh, she's joined the cast of Blade. Now, two things to talk about here. One, Mia Goth in Blade. And two, Blade. <laughs> so that's, that's still ha- obviously still happening, but, you know, sort of they're obviously... You know, it's interesting that they, they, you know, I wonder whether they've just thrown out, they've sort of thrown out that script and done, and you know, are, are doing something pretty new. And Mia Goth is all of a sudden part of that because they, you know, the, the, all the all the Blade casting stuff, we kind of did that last year. Um, and whereas, you know, I don't think you cast a Mia Goth to be in a in a supporting role. I think I think she's probably the female lead of the movie. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any particular opinions on Mia Goth? Have you seen any of those Ty West movies? Have you seen? Yeah, it's like, and, that, and, 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 I, I kind of. There you go. You I, go. I, I haven't seen Pearl. Uh, I saw. I watched X. Um, I kind of don't like Ty West movies. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the earlier movies of his that I saw. Um, but I've 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 always struggled with them a little bit. Um, my uh, oh yeah, House of the Devil was the one that I thought was was not mm. not what I'd kind of not what had been sold to me. I thought it was very disappointing. Mm. Um, I've always kind of had like I've 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 seen a lot of Mia Goth over the years, and and I think that's because you don't forget seeing Mia Goth. She she looks mm. so. You know, she looks so specific, so particular that you you don't you don't miss one of those performances. Um, I'm kind of interested to see Pearl because because her performance is so is so you know buzzed about, and I'd like to see Infinity Pool um, when I get the chance. But I, I got, early in her career, I just kind of thought, oh, she's that that kind of weird looking girl. <laughs> she 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 just. Mm. Uh, and uh, well, and also her name's Mia Goff, right? So it just it, yeah. like, but and and Diesel thing. The wildest thing about her is her voice. I, mm. I don't know if you've if, if you've heard her talking in interviews. She sounds like a Victorian ghost. She sounds like a little baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah. yeah, it's wild. And she's she's married to Shia LaBeouf, which is also uh, is she? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, wild. Um, I think I think they've recently had um, had a kid. Um, yeah, I mean she's 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 definitely she's popping right now, isn't she? Um, mm. She she feels like a fit for if you were going to say a Marvel project, Blade feels like one of the one of the better ones. Uh, well, yeah, one sure. of the ones that feels like a fit. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's, I'm I'm not super excited about it, but maybe that's because I haven't watched Pearl yet. Do you, um, James? You know, do you want to speculate on who she could be playing? Are there any like who are Blade's normal female, uh, you know, counterparts or people? I or mean, there there sort of aren't any. That's what mm. surprises me. I have a if she's playing anyone, I would imagine it's a vampire. <laughs> that's a <laughs> really. Sticking your neck out there, mate. <laughs> Wouldn't stick my neck out with vampires around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow, got it. Got <laughs> uh, it, there, there's no character that, that sprang to mind for me. I was really racking my brains. Um, Maybe she's the villain, you know? Yeah, she'd make sense. Quite, a pretty... Yeah, sure. 
Because there's a pretty, you know, for her to be the like romantic lead, not that these movies need that, but there's a pretty, pretty decent age gap between those two. So I'm not sure that that, you know, necessarily would be the best look. Um, and she's just, she just looks a bit evil. I don't know. She's got like an evil looking face. <laughs> Plays a, you know, murderer in, in the lot of horror movies. So yeah, you could see her being the villain. Um, but yes, I mean, James, any 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 other thoughts on Mia Goth? Uh, I've never seen her in anything, so I can't. You <laughs> must have seen her in something. I just looked up her filmography. Nothing. I almost you watched Highlights, but you didn't. love a manic pixie goth girl. <laughs> uh, um, can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> when when you look up Mia Goth online, one of the other suggested searches is General Taker. <laughs> <laughs> People also search for Shia LaBeouf, husband, Britney Snow, co-starring X, Ty West, and General Taker. Well, who was also in? Who is also in X? To be fair, um, yeah, you must have seen her in something. <laughs> I haven't. I swear. See, High he Life. Swears, he swears. High Life. No, I said I almost watched High Life, but I didn't. I never heard of it. What like is that an adaptation of the Jane Austen? It is, yeah, with with Anya yeah, Taylor. Yeah, no, I haven't seen An- it. Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> yeah, haven't seen it. Hmm. Fair enough. He hasn't seen. He hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen it. Well, he's he, he's going to see Blade, so uh, he will get he will get there. Cure for wellness. Uh, let's see yeah. the cure for wellness. Nope. Uh, don't. <laughs> don't don't watch it. Let's do the last bit of casting news now. This isn't now. I don't know if you guys saw this today. Or late last night. This is this isn't news. <laughs> this is a rumor, so I'll say that. But any, but anyway, this uh, here's the quote from this article: Reputable industry insider Daniel Richtman uh, has reported that Adam Driver is in final talks to to play Reed Richards uh, in Fantastic Four. Uh, now, listen, it might be bullshit. Uh, so you know, we sh- we shouldn't spend a ton of time on it, but. What do you guys think? I, you know, the, he's obviously been. It, it it both seems kind of obvious, but kind of exciting. You're not sure if if that's a good career move for him. Uh, you know, I don't know. He also it 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 does it sort of does feel like a perfect fit for what that character is in the comics. It's, and his, it's his, it it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, in it w- would make a lot of sense in terms of he's a really good actor. He's got. You know, uh, incredible screen presence. He is, you know, stealthy, uh, like hot ripped. Um, he is. Uh, he's done. Fran- he's, he's done. He's, lanky. He's, he's done the. He's, <laughs> he's done. He's done the franchise stuff. He reads as yeah. very intelligent. Um, it. It would. It would make a huge amount of sense if that's who Marvel wanted. Um, I, I hope it. I hope it doesn't happen. Why? I think of all the Why? of all the of all the Marvel roles, Reed Richards seems like one that is going to be super involved, and I think he's one of the more interesting actors out there, and one who shouldn't mm. be spending that amount of time on on superhero stuff. There are there are there are, there are, there are, there are there are certain roles, right? There's there's certain you know. I think there are certain roles that these actors can go up and you go along and play something every 
every few years. But, you know, if you, Reed Richards, I think, is going to be something that is going to be super time consuming. And, you know, he's going to be in every crossover and he's everything that's big in the MCU is kind of going to require his presence. And I, I would kind of rather Adam Driver still has the time to do all of the other shit that he does. But you, you do wonder, you know, you go. You, there's been, there's sort of been talks of the, the 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 MCU is missing a main character. It's missing a, a, a um, it's missing a Tony Stark. You know, specifically Downey Jr. Tony Stark. It's missing Chris Evans Cap. This feels like this feels like a guy that could be the main character of the of the MCU. You know, the the, the star wattage of him. Um, but also, I wonder whether you know, in those cases, and with Hemsworth way back when, those were all guys that the leverage was kind of with Feige, you know, Feige can say, this is your, the commitment on this is going to be huge. Uh, You know, you're going to have to sign this 20 picture deal because Danny Jr. You know, your career's in the toilet, Chris Evans, you're kind of, you know, this is a, we're going to be helping you. You want this job, right? I do wonder whether, whether driver, because I agree with you. I just don't think, I don't think he, I don't think he does this if he can't, you know, make a Ridley Scott movie, uh, and he can't be in Heat Two. And I, I mean, as, I, I as, just a, as a minimum requirement, surely early on, he has to be in a Fantastic Four movie, a Kang Dynasty movie, and a Secret Wars movie. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably, sure, sure. But I just wonder whether he, he he's only doing this because the deal he's got a certain you know if, the deal if, is a certain if he way. is indeed doing Maybe. it. If he's, in I don't movie. know. He just did that dinosaur movie. Maybe, maybe he needs the cash. <laughs> well, I, I think, like, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's it's just it's definitely true that movie. You know, the 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 death of you know the death of the movie star and all that. Like Adam Driver, you know, you know, Star Wars put him in the put those those movies put him in the A list. Being up in the A list allowed him to to get other movies made, big big you know big projects that where he because he's in it, it happens. And yeah, you look at a sixty-five, and maybe that already that sort of star power is fading. And and he's like, I no, I want to be the great, the goat of my generation. You know, it's I can't, I don't yet have the clout to to sort of. I'm not Tom Cruise yet. I I need the franchise stuff still. I need to do. I need to. I need another one of those. Maybe. And that's you know, he's not. Is he? Is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong. Um, James, what do you think? And a driver. I think, favorite. besides everything that's been said, I think I cannot imagine who plays Sue Richards mm-hmm. against him. Whoever plays yeah. against him is going to get buried. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I think because yeah, other- I, I, I think he's a. I like. I don't. I, I think Marriage Story is a really good example, right? Of the mm. the, the the two of them. Spar really well in that movie, and different audience members end up coming away kind of with different different sure. takes of who they're drawn to and who they're compelled by. And do you think there's a, a Sue Storm candidate out there who is as big and as good as Scarlett Johansson was against him in Marriage Story? I mean, if uh, that, I mean, like... let's 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 keep let's keep the earlier casting rumors without the uh, without the kind of the 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 weight around her neck. Let's let's bring in Emily Blunt. She's too she's too old though, isn't she? She's she's a good she's a good chunk older than he would be. 
I'm not sure that. So the, the the name in this article that I'm reading about drivers, I mean, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if I'd read this before. So rumors indicate that Austin Butler could be tapped to play Johnny Storm. Mate, that sure. makes yeah, that would make sense. While other rumors say that Rachel Brosnahan or Jodie Comer could, could yeah, Jodie Comer would I, be I, fantastic. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I agree. And I I think I'd read that before. I'd sort of seen that before, not in Link to Driver. I haven't seen have you seen The Last Duel, Joe? Yeah, she's great. The Last Duel. She makes she, And how do they she makes my, how do they interact with each other? She makes my ballot. Uh I mean they interact with each other really poorly. Emily Blunt is forty, Adam Driver's thirty nine, by the way. Okay, okay, okay. Um Then 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 That they, they interact with each other really poorly from a from a plot point of view. Um mm. uh, yeah, I wouldn't be looking to recapture that that exact um, screen chemistry, uh, but because he assaults her, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> that one, yeah. It, but but no, she she's really good in that film. Really good. I could see it. I could see it. I could and Brosnahan. I could see you know the whole sort of really the fast talking Mrs. Maisel stuff. You could see that. Well, you could just see that in that vibe in a Marvel movie. Um, and you could see that as being a, a fun counterpart, counterpoint to a more internal, cerebral, intense driver. As like, I could see that as well. I could see, you know, Adam Driver, Reed Richards being married to Mrs. Maisel. That would be fun. <laughs> I love that show. Anyway, <laughs> oh, we've got a secret, secret Maisel. Yes, I make no secret of it. <laughs> I'm a huge How you feel about the final season? Right, we, we, you're good. Have, yeah, you're literally, gonna... I binged watch it in the last three days. I'm having a great time. Have you is it, have you done with it? Have you finished it? No, no, because they only released the first three episodes, and now it's going to be weekly. So they're making me wait. You've been to watch the first three episodes, right? yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, I, it, that could all be a load of hot air, but uh, you know, a lot of people are reporting on it. This one fucking tweet, this one tweet, and anyway, we will see. We will see. Uh, oh, oh, and you know, who knows? Maybe that's been put out by somebody's people to to seal the deal. Them. Yeah, you know, or or. or or somebody else's people, completely separate. Maybe Dev Patel have, have put that to try. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so we've got a few more trailers to talk about, and then we are out of here. First one is the across the the across the Spider Verse, the sort of second and meteor trailer. Um, uh, what did you guys make of this? It's it's it don't feel that much, you know, that much. We didn't, don't think we got a lot more than we did in the first. Kind of got more shading around the edges, but it still looks good. Yeah, can, um, I, can I just shock you? Yes, looks good. Looks good, yeah. And it also like it looks good. I mean, I mean, mm. it, it, it it that was one of the things it always needed to be. It needed to be visually, you know, tried to sort of somehow one up the first movie. But this trailer looks so fucking cool. You know, all the the stuff, the sort of multiversey stuff um, that you get uh, in the second half just looks amazing you know that the, the idea of the different you know different uh universes w- with different art styles and different characters that's all that's just gonna that's just gonna be such a delight if they pull it off and, uh, that's gonna be amazing it, it, it speaks to how good that first movie is that the moment in that trailer where peter b parker turns up with his daughter i was like oh i'm so happy for him you know, like, and I was so I was so happy for him and Miles to be reunited, and I was just like, that that really speaks to how much that first movie works emotionally. That mm. I'm I'm I am invested in all of those characters. You know, like in in Miles and Gwen and his parents in 
it, yeah, in, in Peter, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super up for this. The dot uh, is, no, it's the spot, the dot, the spot, spot. The spot. He looks fun. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, looks, looks, looks good. But they're definitely, I mean, he was kind of announced as the villain, wasn't he? But the trailers are definitely selling more of uh, Oscar Isaac as the villain or the antagonist, I guess. I, I think the spot will end up being the the key villain in the third one, right? And and he, you know, he, maybe whatever happens to him in this turns him into that. Or, uh, that's or he's what I would he's guess. or he's the villain that is causing all of the kind of yeah. furore within the spider people. Yeah, because the spot the the only spot bit in this is like it's a it's a joke, really. It's it's the bread falling out of his stomach. So that's he's in the trailer, but it's it's not played. He, you know. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't scare you, but uh, he, but yeah, I think he's. I think he is. He's. He's going to play a villainous part, obviously. Um, James, yeah, yeah, on board. Scarlet Spider's in it. And that's all I care about. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. happy. Lots of Spider-Man. That, that comes out soon. It comes out in, on June the second. So that is six weeks away. Really soon. So we will know soon. Eventually, to watch the first um, one. So I'm hoping that. Oh. I think that'll be able to say oh, yeah. it's not not one she really latched onto, but oh. do a double bill like do Blue Beetle and that. Do <coughs> well, she's keen, she's she's really keen on Ninja Turtles from that trailer, which is obviously okay. art, art style similar. Um, yeah, looks looks like it's pitched a little bit younger, but without the uh, early nineties for about all the weapons because they got them. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, <laughs> excited to take it to that. Um, Let's do. Let's just flip the last two. That I was going to do. Let's do. Let's save the big one for last. Uh, so next up, let's do the penguin trailer. More of a sort of a. It's not even a trailer. It was like a. It was hey, a production we'll... sneak peek or something. They yeah, called it right. Here's some. Here's some footage of us filming this with some voiceover uh, from it. Uh, I guys, I have to tell you, I don't think I realised how much I wanted a penguin TV show until I watched this little trailer. I think it looks cool, really cool, and and Colin Farrell was just so you know just was so fun to watch in in the batman and uh you know it just we're just going to get more of that um and you know he's obviously coming off a great year he got he got the oscar nom he was you know he was he was he was close to winning that oscar probably um and probably. <laughs> you know it's got it's got a good supporting cast it's i it's, I, I couldn't tell from this article i was reading how like is matt i don't think matt reeves is the showrunner of this Right, but he's he's but he's definitely evolved, um, and yeah, I just I think also it's coming it's it's coming at a good moment for like not nostalgia that's the wrong word but like m- positive memory of the Batman right like that I'm watching this I'm you know I'm watching this tape teaser and I, one thing I'm thinking is fuck I just really really dug the Batman and it's just far it's just far enough away in memory you know because what was that Feb last year right so it's, so a little over a year um, that you. You, it's you know that feels like a nice itch that's being scratched, um, and yeah, it looks you know, it's got that moody. It looks like the Batman, not quite as you know, not quite as as expensive, and it won't be as expensive. And we don't, I don't think the Bat, I don't think Batman will be in this. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> but I'm here for I'm just here for the for the Penguin. Colin Farrell's the Penguin Show. Um, James, what did you think? So full disclosure. I love the Batman. I really enjoyed the whole, you know, immersive feeling I got of Gotham across that three hours. Thought the mm. score was great. Um, mm. 
just watched that trailer or sneak peek thing and just had no interest in it. I'm just like, yeah. it could <laughs> it could just be The Sopranos. I don't care. I don't want to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Do you mean, hold on. Do you mean that in a good way? Or I couldn't even tell what you meant. You could, it could be The Sopranos. I, mean... I have no interest in The Sopranos either. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, sure. It just, uh, what, what about that makes me think Batman, except for the fact that this guy was in a Batman movie? Nothing. I don't, I don't care. But it's, well, mm, but it's not bat. it's not Batman. It's, it's different. Case. Yeah, it's but Penguin. like what makes it the, the Batman universe? It's the guy from the Batman. Yeah, but it's that's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't convince me that it needs to exist. Uh, and you and you know you didn't particularly. In, what did you think of Farrell as Penguin in the Batman, a movie that you? Say I you thought liked? it was great, but I just watched this. I thought, why? Why do I want to see this? Interesting, Joe. You got a counterpoint? Ah, uh, no, I don't care. I, 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 I don't. I do like The Sopranos. I like Colin Farrell. Um, I, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if I want a, a, a Penguin TV show. I, 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 I still, even after seeing the Batman, was kind of why was that Colin Farrell under all of that? I didn't, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sold on it, and, um, and I just, just the fact that it's a, it's a TV show as well. <laughs> I kind of like, I just don't. TV is such a such a bigger investment for me than a movie is. A movie, yeah, I'm, I think, I'm in I think and out, and if what... it's and if it's bad, and especially like the Batman, that that whole tone was so oppressive and so like the whole emo vibe and the kind of like you feel like you're drowning in Gotham in that movie, and I'm not sure that revisiting that in kind of like weekly chunks in my living room is going to have the is is going to feel is going to feel the same it feels like that that that's not the way i'd want to go with a batman spin off and and i i worry that you know spinning off from the batman and and trying to do stuff connected to it is going to make those movies feel less special which that was one of the things that that movie had in its favor that it was a batman movie it was disconnected from everything else because batman is more is is big enough and more important than the rest of that other shit that he he can stand on his own as a character, and having a TV spin off for me feels a bit like eh. yeah, I can yeah, agree with all that. There's that there's that uh, uh, no a, te- a little text line in this production teaser that says what does it say? It says the next chapter in the Batman saga. So I think it doesn't it do, it's tr- it's going to try and it's going to try and convince us that rather than being a spin off, this is. This is the next, you know. This is the next bit of the story. Okay, so well, then it will need. That, then it will need the Batman in every episode. <laughs> uh, do you think so, James? Do you really think there's a zero percent chance that that he's in it at all? Uh, yes. No, I th- I think there's zero chance of Robert Pattinson showing up to do a cameo in the Penguin TV show. Yeah. I d- yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's a zero percent chance. I don't think he's going to be a. A, a major part of it, but it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he was there in some capacity occasionally. I think at best CGI shadows of Batman flying around in the background or something. <laughs> Sign me up. Voiceover, <laughs> a voiceover, but no face. From Robert well, you know, I mean, they could probably just reuse some of the voiceover from the movie. Right? <laughs> it's Friday, I am vengeance. You just play that. You know, you just play bits of that. 
Um, so let's finish up with the last, probably the biggest trailer of the, you know, probably the, yeah, probably the biggest trailer since we last recorded. Um, and this is the trailer for the Marvels. This is, I guess, the teaser trailer. You know, this is the first one that they do. Um, and yeah, this it's it rolls. It it's rolls. Kind of it's a great trailer. Such a good trailer. Who knows what the movie okay. will be like? Uh, but the trailer right. is great. It looks fun. Um, it 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 you know sells you immediately on what the take of this movie is. What the sells you immediately on NFTs. What if you're Brie Larson? Okay, it's <laughs> not. It's not. It wasn't my first takeaway from the trailer, but but fine. Um, no, I thought it was uh, like I I was certainly of any of these trailers that we've talked about in terms of didn't know whether I was you know how much I was looking forward to the project and then seeing a bit of it. I was like, yeah, this is the one that sold me. Uh, this looks better than anything that I've seen from Marvel recently. Um, yeah. Those characters all look great. I love the interplay. I, 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 yeah, I love. I love the whole, the whole vibe. Um, and yeah, hopefully, the, hopefully the movie lives up to that first trailer. James, do you, do you agree? You, Joe, you're that's you're really hot on. Uh, you know, I, I. Did not as hot in it as you are. I, the the idea that, that I'm still I'm still maybe not so convinced on what the the hook of the movie's going to be. You know how much of because if the movie is the three of them interacting, then sure. But if the move, you know, it seem we've all seem to be getting this this uh, you know this um, body swap thing as well. So I, I think I'm interested in both those movies, but but which one is it going to be? Um, you know, they do that it thing. looks like it's going to be both because she says something like, "No, don't use your powers," with the implication that using the powers is what makes them swap, right? Yeah. So yes. you know, when they're together, they can be, and when they're swapping places, that's you know, yeah, that's you, possible you, too. You get you get kind of hijinks with them, kind of jumping between each other in the first half of the movie, and then you bring them together, and it's mm-hmm. and then it's something that they can actually use their advantage. I mean, I, I obviously the movie didn't show like the villain or with any kind of, or either I missed her or. Um, I think she, and she's in it, but, it's, but it's not. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not giving you that angle in the trailer. No. Um, yeah, so there the, the will be more to it than we've seen here, but I think just in terms of it is, it it has body swap comedy vibes with those three characters teaming up and they and they it seemed like the chemistry was strong um yeah i yeah. i enjoyed seeing amanda lali back and and her family as well that was fun the family yeah. yeah that was that was a good you know i think if you'd have if, if you'd have asked me a is her family in it i probably would have said yeah probably at some point but you know is the family going to be like in the first trailer they released for it would they be that would they play that prominent a role i would have said i, pro- I would have said no but they're they're in this they're they're all in this um, one, one cool thing, um, I was I, I so directed by Nia DaCosta. I haven't seen Little Woods, which was a break, breakthrough movie. I kind of thought Candyman was was uh, like a bit of a mess, a little bit incomprehensible. Um, just, just didn't 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 have ironically the hook of the the original Candyman movie. Um, <clears throat> but you know, uh, I'd, I'd be. Interesting to see what she does here, and I'm super sold on the fact that 
she's working with Sean Bobbitt as the cinematographer. Um, mm. And um, that guy knows how to shoot a movie. So um, <clears throat> that's that that's piqued my interest as well. Oh, yeah. Sean Bobbitt, whose last projects are Judas and the Black Messiah, or fucking Widows, mm. um, 12 Years a Slave. Uh, you work with Spike Lee on Old Boy, Place Beyond the Pines. That's a cool looking movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How did God? How did they get him? <laughs> Why is he doing this? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's you know that's that's out. That's there's still a ways to go for that. That's out at the end of the year. And also interesting to think, you know, presu- presumably the secret invasion stuff. You know, because Sam Jackson. This is we, t- we talked about this earlier, but he's in, he's in this trailer, right? He seems to be, you know, the setup seems to be that Monica Rambo is working with sword right that's yes well i get no she was in the she was in, in wonder wasn't she she's sort of she's like a super superhero for sword and for nick fury and then 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 those interactions uh go from there but uh yeah i mean presumably whatever happens to secret invasion feed you know will feed into this right i know i wonder whether also this means we know that sam jackson doesn't die at the end of secret invasion i'm pretty sure yeah. it means we know exactly that he doesn't die <laughs> yeah is that a bit, a bit of a shame I didn't expect him to die. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's a small piece. Um, so yeah, all all of that to come in the next year or so. All the stuff we've talked about, all of the good stuff. Apparently, uh, Sean, uh, Sean Bobbitt also shot Avengers: Quantum Encounter, the Ant Man and the Wasp thing, which I, I think is a is a parks is a parks thing, Disney parks thing. It's got Iman Valani and Brie Larson in it. Uh, Paul Rudd, eventually Nilly, Anthony Mackie. How weird. How very weird. This is like when they put the fucking Terminator 2 sequel or Universal Studios only and I couldn't see it (laughs) because it was in another country. It's a 13 minute short. Come on, guys. Get it together. Um... Well, until we let's all make the homework to go and see that at dis at it's a it's a movie that accompanies the experience at Disney's new Wish cruise ship. Wish, oh god, you can only see, you have to go yeah. on a fucking cruise yeah, to watch god. it. It's set in a universe Christ. adjacent to the MCU. Oh no, okay, okay. Well, we'll put the Patreon money together uh, and see if we can. Uh, is it a uh, universe adjacent to the MCU where everybody goes on cruises all the time? <laughs> I'll get around that. <laughs> Ultron's in it. Um, oh fuck! Oh, that is a guy. Please, can we bring back? I we're gonna bring. They're gonna bring him back, aren't they? That feels like low hanging Secret, fruit. Secret yeah. Wars, definitely. Avengers maybe team he, with Thanos and Ultron on. I'm calling it now. Listen, if we need to, if we need to replace Kang with somebody, maybe we just maybe let's just get Ultron. Back. <laughs> <laughs> they could do CGI a robot in place of all the Kangs. Yeah, they can do it with a robot anywhere, anywhen. Problem sorted, Viking. Um, okay, well, that's it for the podcast. Um, please do subscribe to our Patreon if you've uh, enjoyed us here today. Uh, Patreon.com slash Cinematic Universe. And for a couple of quid a month, um, you get access to not a ton at the moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, we promised to review every Marvel TV show that came out and then they stopped releasing TV shows. So we'll, stop. we'll, we we'll get on Secret to... Invasion when that starts, but it's been a we'll, while. And we'll do a, we'll do a Shazam episode. Uh, at some point uh and, and you know guardians is 
you know, Guardians is around the corner, Spider-Verse is around the corner. So, you know, coverage of all that stuff. Uh, the summer is, the summer is coming and with it, a load of blockbuster bullshit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's it for this episode. Um, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Reese. I'm at James Hunt. James, you've not seen uh, Everest. Everest? No, I haven't seen Everest. No, she's in that as well. I, I'm surprised she's in Everest because I would have thought you stand me and Goth next to some snow and she just disappears. <laughs> I can't, can't make her out. It's gone. <laughs> no, that's has, but she has porcelain white skin. Um, so that's it for the episode, and we will see you next time. Goodbye, podcast. Bye, Goodbye podcast. podcast. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.